Welcome to episode 61 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In all of Galadriths. That is Scott Prime. I am Steve, a.k.a. Kilwoggy. And we've got another episode for you. Look at that. Woohoo! We're back. Don't, Not, don't scream. Why? People it, love that. Sounded like you kind of topped out. People love having their volume at like a certain level and then hearing me just <laughs> interrupt their ears and send them to that next level. Yeah, probably not. Oh, I bet you somebody does. Anyways. <laughs> so this is kind of like our fifth anniversary. Kind of? Because we're what? Episode 61? And after Chaos Cup again, when we did the other one, blah, 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 if blah. If you're saying, like, did we, like, five years ago have, like, a zero episode at this time? Yeah. Over at CouchPirates.com. Which yeah. no longer exists. Well, it oh. probably does, but. No, I don't think it does. At all? I'm not sure. So we've outlasted him. Uh, yeah, we've outlasted the Couch Pirates. Nice. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. It's we're, just like. We're um, the big dogs. It's just like like sensational comics where Wonder Woman came out of, mm-hmm. but she outlasted the comic title yeah. or Tales of Suspense or something like that. All Flash. Yeah. We, we made All it. American. Yeah. We're like an old DC publication. <laughs> Which means there should be a new podcast coming out soon that's better. <laughs> yeah. We're going to revamp ourselves about four times in the next two years. Ah, revamp. Like vampires. Oh, you got it, buddy. Uh-huh. It's Halloween. Ah, but ah, ah. Close. It's, is that kind of vampire-ish? <laughs> count. The count from Sesame Street-ish. Sure. Okay. So how's it been going, Blood Bowl-wise? Well, um, I'm not going to make the playoffs with one of my teams in our league. For the first time in how many years? That is the Steve. I don't know. <laughs> it's been that long. It hasn't been every season I've made with both teams. No. But you're probably the most I've probably prolific. had both my teams in there at least six times out of the last nine seasons. Jeez. At least. I think I've done it once. I don't know. That's a great stat. I'll have to look that up. I'll, typically have, I'll have, have that for next episode. Typically, you have one good team and one bad team. That's how I like to do it. Well, I mean, last season I didn't do it because I had the Ogres, so I know I didn't do it then. Right. And two seasons ago was the playoff that shall not be named <laughs> yeah that's the uh whenever it comes to hey steve when's the angriest you've been lately then and then maybe 10 years before that that's about it did i do both of them to you hmm? no oh, okay i didn't know you back then okay. that was a girl thing oh okay did you kill her no did you punch her no did, did you smack a bitch no not physically my words hurt. Your words hurt? Mm-hmm. Her? I can make people cry pretty easy. Yeah, you can probably be pretty vicious. Mm-hmm. Speaking of vicious, I saw this dog. Jesus. Can I tell you uh, my park story today? Yeah, go ahead. So Scott's been running at the park, <laughs> which he should be. And so, I will be joining a gym soon because we're all trying to lose weight, which is going Really? You're well. going to join a gym? Yeah, I need to. Oh, my gosh. I'm, that's great. I'm just not a go out in public type of person why don't you just go with me and walk you're gonna walk at the gym why yeah. don't you just walk in a circle outside with me because typically you go before i even get home well i do that so we can hang out and do things buddy okay like podcast or whatever oh, yeah. well i winter's coming up so 
you know, so you're scared of the cold. I, I think we're done with winters. We might be. We'll so, see. So I was at the park, and just a weight update. I'm down below 240 now. Nice. And I'm trying to really fight to stay there because when I got back from Chicago, I tried to fight to stay under 250. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was last time I was under 240 was middle school. Middle school. Well. Not high school? Boy, you were really fat. Before, I was big for my age. Oh. And I was bigger. Just heavy. Well, you got to build a big shed when you carry on that big tool, huh? Mm-hmm. It's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> it's full of hose. <laughs> so, I went to the park today for the first time in a week to run, because last week I was fighting strep throat and other ailments. Um, run, ran my mile. I was going to walk around the next mile and a quarter. I passed this girl with this big dog a few times. And I, you know, first time I wasn't sure. Second time I was like, oh, yeah, she's she's trying to kind of flirt. As much as flirting you can do at a park, you know. Usually I'm really dumb from on these things. From what I hear from gay guys, it happens a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Think you just back the car in backwards or something? Hmm. Okay. Is that flirting? Maybe. Okay. Well, I was running, so she had her big dog. And I saw this dog. I mean, he peed everywhere. Like, every time I ran by, he was peeing. So this time... Are we, now are we talking little dog or big dog? You this, say, is, this is a pretty big dog. Like I mean, I would not retriever say... size? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not like a big St. Bernard, but... You so, know, kind of lassie-ish. Not, not an extra large dog, yeah. but a large dog. Okay. Not like the big dog that we rode in the car with in Chicago. Yes. So, but it's a big dog. And, you know, he's happy and everything. And so I'm going to pass her for, like, the third time. And this is my final leg of, like, this is the last time I'm going to run. And I'm going to walk the rest of the way. And then I'm going to go home. Well, she kind of puts herself out there. So I'm definitely going to have to notice her and go around her. And she smiles really big this time. Like, mm-hmm. really big. And all of, <laughs> all of a sudden, this dog goes from like <laughs> wagging his tail and he, his tongue's out, and he just like pinches up <laughs> like an upside down U, and he just starts shitting. All right, so we're already going to blow the, the cursing on this one really quick, but he just starts erupting shit. I mean, and it's not runs or anything. It's giant logs of shit flowing down his ass. And the dog... <laughs> Scott was literally doubled over in laughter, explaining to this <laughs> me when I got home. And I couldn't type it on Facebook. It took forever. So the dog is pooping really violently. <laughs> and he's squirming. And he's, like, moving side to side like... Like he's a tube of toothpaste and he's just getting wrung out <laughs> by some invisible hands. And the poop doesn't stop flowing. And this girl is smiling at me as this begins. And I'm smiling back, but I'm really about to be in laughter because this dog is just shitting violently. <laughs> and she doesn't know it. And I run past her. And as I run past her, she finally notices as the dog's hitting her because he's squirming to get all this poop out. <laughs> And she goes from like smiley to like super embarrassed. I run on by. I look around. The dog is still pooping. 
the dog is still pooping and now the poop is on the not on the grass now it's on the sidewalk where we all run at the park <laughs> and i just keep running and i die laughing <sighs> and then it takes me about 15 minutes in the car to type this up because i posted it on facebook so you would get these great stories if you just follow me on facebook <laughs> it was so funny so you know she had to pick all that up, too. If I was her, I would have just ran home. <laughs> that dog. You're going to trust putting that dog in the car? <laughs> he had to have got it all out by then. There's, I mean, it was like human-sized logs of, of poop just railing out of this dog. It really was like invisible hands were wringing him out just like a tube of toothpaste. It was. Just, it well, was, you know, God does work in mysterious ways. It, it was amazing. It was I really debated whether I needed to rest one more day since I felt kind of <laughs> sick. It was so worth going to the park to see this. <laughs> so, everybody, go to the park and exercise. You, too, can see giant dogs shitting everywhere. Oh, animals pooping is amazing. Cause, <laughs> can you imagine pooping in front of people? The look you would give somebody as they're watching you? That's what dogs do. They're like, yeah, pooping. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop. They just freeze up. And they just stare, and they're like, why are you looking at me? <laughs> With this dog, he just pinched You know, they're up. actually looking to the leader of the pack for safety. Oh, is that what they're doing? Because it's the most vulnerable point that they're in. Oh. So they look to safety. So all those dogs that look at me mm -hmm. when they're pooping, they're like, that guy's safe. You're the alpha poop dog. Oh, that's awesome. Anyways, that was my uh, park poop. story. Good. Good times. <sighs> so you... In that post, you came. You remembered the phrase that we came up with on the way back to Chicago. What was that? For the 24? Oh, yeah. For getting healthy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, when I said I was at the park? Yeah, to get fit for life. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. So our plan is to get fit for life. Right. Two and a four, so it's 24, so it's a play on the 24. Right. And, and we, we've had we really are probably going to do some patches or something. We, we've no, been absolutely. saying that now for a while, but we're probably eventually going to sit down and design them. Hold us to this. We will make it worth your while. We want more people to write in and let us know how they're doing. We've had a few people say that, that you know they started to eat healthier, started to work out more, and they've enjoyed it or you know tolerated it and enjoyed the benefits, I guess. I can't get into salad. I cannot do it at all. Well, it's just something you're going to have to get used to. You, you're, I don't know. I kind of like it now. Kind of, but then I eat it and I'm like, why do I like it? Yeah. I still can't do tomatoes or stuff like that, but the leafy vegetables, I'm, I'm kind of digging. Currently, my biggest hurdle is breakfast because I want like something warm and meat ish like protein to get me through the day sure breakfast is the one meal i don't worry about at all yeah i just i try to eat healthy for that meal but if i have to stop somewhere and get a yeah whatever i just get it because yeah. you eat that so early in the day surely if you be good for the rest of the day you can burn all that yeah. off and everything else and this also goes along lines just don't overeat trying the bad to do food. 20 24 percent better than you've done before or whatever you know yeah well like i said as long just, as you're doing better instead of getting three mcgriddles like you normally would just get Fuck the, the no, mcgriddle well you have had, you had a mcgriddle yeah 
Can you eat three McGriddles? Uh, I bet you back in the day I could have. Oh. Well, back in the day, maybe. <clears throat> I Carl's Jr. Ch- has a breakfast burger that I would like to get two of. Oh. I didn't need to, but they were delicious. There was a time that McDonald's was running a special where, like, you get buy one, get one free of McGriddles or something. And I had two, like, one day. And the first one was really good because I love McGriddles. And the second one ended up being okay up until about halfway through, and then the texture started messing with me. <laughs> well, it's pancakes, like, I, dude. I know. It, was just, it wasn't working for me after that. So how's your Blood Bowl life been since we've been... <laughs> um, we've kind of derailed this conversation into pod bowl. To dog shit and, and eating. Uh, both my league teams have sucked this week and lost. But pod should, Bowl. I'm waiting to finish my league. You should. We're all waiting to finish. Mm-hmm. So if you know who Grant... Hallis is good friend of the podcast. I do believe that's Spoon. Spoon. Let him come over to your house. Let him sit down <laughs> and then tie him to the chair and make him play three games of fumble. So is, we can catch up Pod Bowl. Three behind? He is the genesis of all the blockage. Oh, okay. So if he plays one game, then two more games can be right. played. And if he plays two games, then like four games can be played. Yeah, me and Gob Domino lucked out, I guess, because we got ours done. So I'm done. I can play and finish mine, but I so, kind of don't want to know my fate before the other people. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if I lose, then it doesn't matter. So I'm kind of wanting everybody else to catch up and see what I need to do. So it was my Norse against his... Underworld. Underworld. And he ended up getting Bomber Dribble Snot for a star player. Mm-hmm. And he received the ball. He threw... Three times with the ball, or with the bomb, knocked down six out of six people. That's good. <laughs> Why didn't you, like, blitz him? Because he knocked down my people. I couldn't get to him. He had him behind the line. Hmm. And he kept hurting me, and then everything else went wrong. But ended up finishing the game. I think we tied one-to-one. It was just a crap fest. I got two skills. Both of them got movement plus. On a Berserker and on Action. Hmm. I think. So it was okay. I'll probably play again next year. Yeah, I don't know exactly what I'll do there. Yeah. I don't want to take new teams. You can never build up teams. I know. I'm I'm not a fumble guy that likes to make a team, play with them eight games, and then get rid of them. Me neither. Because I don't retire any of my teams. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have one team retired in Fumble. And, you know, you go to some people and they have 45. 45 retired teams and they're all similar names, which is fine. I mean, that's what they want to do. I just don't yeah. want to retire my teams because what if? So, oh. eh, I'll worry about that when it happens. We've been seeing a lot more of the new Blood Bowl game. We're seeing a lot, actually. We saw a lot of the new models. We saw we saw uh, the unboxing. Did you watch the unboxing? The unboxing video was very cool. Yeah. The website is up. The website has a lot of cool stuff, some good fluff even, which we'll probably have to get into the fluff when it comes back at, when it comes out. Well, of course, yeah, I'll have to read up what they have updated. It's been really cool, and um, I guess someone released just a couple <laughs> days ago. Well, I guess just yesterday we saw a photo of the rule book showing human catchers are down to sixty k. That's interesting. So they didn't give them more armor; they made them cheaper. Which I think is probably the better way to go. You think? Because it helps the team, but it doesn't 
make them really good. Because those catchers with eight armor, they end up being really good because they can level up more. That's, and now they're just as squishy. True. It's just you're not hindered by having to replace them all the time. I'm going to be pretty open-minded about it. I, I seen, I'm with you. I've seen some posts, and some people are, are really complaining, but that's the Internet. Um, yeah. Trust me, people out there, if there's something I don't like, I'm kind of lucky that I have an outlet that I can come on here and gripe. And yeah. If I don't like something so far, they've really done a lot to include the past and history of all the Blood Bowl stuff without changing it or trying to get the community upset with them. Exactly. They're not even going with the rules that are on Cyanide where... Let's face it, there's probably more people in the world playing Cyanide than Easily. there is tabletop. No doubt. Um, I mean, they're going out of their way to really make, you know, so the miniatures are a little bit bigger. They're going to look better. Yeah. I don't know if that means everybody's going to switch over models. I don't think so. And, you know, I mean, you talked off off uh, the podcast about this. You know, I'm not real big on the little hole in the... In the base, so you can put the little ball on right. the on the player. You know, one of the best things, and I don't know who came up with it, but the the balls with the ring around them, the really mm-hmm. soft ring, so you can just hang the ball on the player's I arm assume or it's something. Tom from Impact, but yeah, well, I don't did. know if he got that from somewhere else, but I know you right. can buy them from Impact. I think that is one of the the greatest inventions that we have for Blood Bowl. It really or is in, awesome. Innovations for yeah. Blood Bowl. Because then you can just you can take it off really quick. You can move it around. Mm-hmm. You can paint that little ring green so it blends right into the field. Yeah. But no big deal. They're trying to do something. And and it's just like the slot. I mean, every base has a slot. And the slot for the figure doesn't fill up that whole slot. So if you don't want to have that hole, you can still fill it up. That's true. Yeah. Um, also notice it looked like on their website... And this is just me looking around just a little bit. They had like step-by-step plays or play cards or something. Yeah. So looks it like- really looks like it takes you. I haven't played the newest Cyanide game, but it looks like it takes you step-by-step. So if you're right. a brand new player, you can get an example of like, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. This is what you can. And it grows as you go. It is very similar to the video game. <clears throat> so I think that'll be a good way to teach people how to play. I think it's going to be great. Um I'm really hoping that all the stores push it, and I hope the community is really open-minded about pushing this so we can get a new breed of players in here Yeah, and fuel this for a while. You know, worst-case scenario, I think it's going to be around for a couple of years. Oh, yeah, no doubt. With the kits and everything else. So we're I can't get imagine some... they lose money on this. They're not going to be that dumb. They, they know the base game is probably going to be expensive, but they're going to put out enough cool little things we saw two referee models already yeah we've seen a halfling and a goblin yeah it's it's that's kind of neat yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it even though i don't need anything in that box <laughs> nope still gonna get it oh yeah and i can't wait to open it i know and i can't wait to put the little things together and i'll probably number you know my my blue players and my green <laughs> players so i mean the only complaint if you have a, a complaint from me is we're still only getting 12 players in a box. Yeah. I want a full team, but I'm a full team guy. Exactly. A lot of I people mean, aren't. A lot of people are just tournament guys. Right. So they just want 11 or 12 players, and they're fine with that. Me, I want I want 16 to 18 players. Why? Maybe one day I want to play with more thralls than vampires. Or 36 or 52 players. How well, many you have? I mean, that's a little bit ridiculous on my Chaos Pack team. But I do like 
I mean, like my high elf team, it has, I think, 18 miniatures because I have extra linemen in case I want to just run a star player and a bunch of linemen. Yeah, or absolutely. I just ha- I like having the options. Yeah, and me too. So, so far, that's my only complaint is that I wish we just had 16 models in there. But yeah, but, but if they do the 12 and then they sell <clears throat> a four player auxiliary pack. Which they will. Yeah. They'll take care of us. I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying I like to have the complete stuff to begin with. Sure. There's a little bit of me that wants to get two box sets just right off the bat. You would not be the only one. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Right. Not yet. Off the bat. Not right off the bat. I'll have to find out how much it is first. Yeah. So, but it's even got my uh, my friend Gary. He even asked me. He's like, I think I'm going to get that after I showed him that video. Wow. And, you know, he has a, a son now who's in ninth grade or going into ninth grade, which is the same year that we started playing Blood Bowl. So wow. maybe he's going to buy it and get back into it a little bit. That's kind of cool. That is kind of neat. So, I mean, it sparks the interest. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, we're, we're rambling on in this intro. That's what we do. Yeah. So if we don't want to ramble on, <clears throat> let's say we had a few segments, what would they be? Well, one of them would be a recap of Bugman's Bowl which you and Brownstone and many others traveled down to mm-hmm. in Austin. So that'd be in the first segment if we had one. Okay, sounds good. And if we had another segment, we were going to talk about the Nuffle Wing Contest. Because I've given away a Star Player book. And we're going to talk about some just little nuances and things found in that old Star Player book. Yeah, we've gone over a little bit of it before, but there's a lot of stuff that was introduced with that book. So we'll go over that. There actually was, yeah. So we're going to go over a little bit of that. And then for the third segment, we're going to talk about Nuffleween, which is in just weeks away, actually. It's so close. I know. It is so close. I don't even want to think about it. The fifth Nuffleween. And we'll uh, cover all those details in the third segment. And, of course, we have shout outs and thank yous and all that stuff. Okay. Then we will end this and come back shortly. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. All right, we're back with some tournament recap. Steve went down to Bugman's Bowl. That yep. was down. It was hosted at the Fourth Tap Brewery in Austin, Texas, on September twenty fourth. Two weeks after Chaos Cup. Two weeks, man. It's crazy. That's, yeah. No, I guess it was three weeks technically. Oh yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. if it was two weeks, I would have went because I wouldn't true. have my kids. That's what it was. Um. Yeah. Went but down. still, we were recovering from Chaos Cup. It takes a while. Went down with Brownstone and Hess. Had a lot of fun. Um, Did you get drunk? I don't drink. Did you smoke pot? I drank the most water I've probably ever drank in a day there. Because <laughs> it was Austin. Uh-huh. It was very warm out. Not like super, super hot, but still hotter than I would like. And pretty humid. And we played in the brewery, which had their bay door open. And like a back door open to kind of get a breeze. So lots of sticky balls. It was bad. It wasn't horrible. It was not nowhere near the that one time in Kansas. 
But <laughs> okay, I pretty sure I had fifteen glasses of water. That's great. And peed once. That's great. So it was fun, but very hot. So you either have a kidney problem or you sweat all that out. Probably have a kidney problem. Probably. I have really good kidneys. I don't pee that much. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I've always had the bigger bladder. Hmm. You want to know anything more about my urinary uh, faculties or nah, habits? That's, that's cool. Okay. Uh, so. I would like to know what you took. I took Undead because I just got them from Extreme by his old team. And they're really cool. And to honor him, it's the Necronapolis Nightmares. And I took two mummies, both with block, a white with tackle, a white with nothing, a ghoul with block sure hands, a ghoul with block tackle, a ghoul with block, and a ghoul with wrestle. And then three zombies and two rerolls. And wasn't too bad. I mean, it, I like to keep my rosters simple when I don't know how to play teams too much. But I figured I'd just knock people down and hurt them, hopefully. Uh, so, I guess I'll go to my first match, since you're not going to pay attention. No, I am paying attention. <laughs> I, I just know there was a lot of big build totals. Oh, yeah. I took a tackle, because I was hoping that the way it was done, Stunty's got a lot of bonuses. So I thought maybe more people would take Stunty. Right. So why don't you... Oh, you'll get to it. Didn't you play him? No, I did okay. not. So why don't you explain the bonuses a little bit? Uh, just enough. So... The main we, thing to keep in mind is if you take a stunty team, which is anybody without a strength four or three player, something like that, some weird way of doing it, but as long as you take one of those teams, your 1.2 build total, was it 1.2 in the next turn? No, it was 1. It was 1.2 It was 1 million. Scale. And then you get 200 in skills. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. But if you're a stunty team, you can use any part of your 1 million for skills. Oh. So you don't get just 200. Well, I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, I could do this. I could do that. And uh, Brian, too, broke the system. He had a halfling team with 22 skills. Nice, I guess. It was insane. That had been so annoying. I should have got a copy of his roster, but it was... <laughs> when he said he took halflings, I'm like, oh, cool, he's trying not to win. And then someone, I heard, overheard them complaining, like, yeah, I have 22 freaking skills, blah, blah. What? <sighs> like, do you have 20 skills on your team? Eh, yeah, you know, it's what the rules allow. Okay. Well, you can't blame him for that. No, absolutely not. <clears throat> But I'm glad I didn't have to play him. Oh, I would. <laughs> Keeping track of like seven skills is too much for me. Yeah. That's Three like times to... that amount? I don't know. Okay, so what does this little guy have? Well, he's got block, dodge, leap, and sidestep. <laughs> and this one? Well, he's got wrestle, tackle, sidestep, and foul appearance. What? How? You can't get foul appearance. Eh, I just paid extra. What? <laughs> Okay, so, so round one. Round one, I went up against 
Uh, Mike Carpenter's Gorgoth Gorgons. It was a Chaos Dwarf team. And he did the smart thing. Uh, he had two Bull Centaurs, both with Block. Then he had four Chaos Dwarves with Guard, one with Leader, and one with Mighty Blow and Claw. And it was rough. That many guard on pieces that I can't take down. No sure hands or block on those hobgoblins? Nope. Wow, he just went for the... I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to let the dwarves win it for me. And uh, that's pretty much what happened. Hmm. Uh, I was going down the field, had the ball. He was able to stop me. He was going down the field. I was able to stop him. And then second half, like it was nothing, nothing going in to the second half. The second half, I think... He was up on people, but I was able to knock the ball away from him, pick it up, and I was moving down the field, and I went for a pass. And all I had to do was complete the pass, and then my guy was kind of open, and I could just run down the field, and I should have been fine, unless his bull centaur did something crazy, you know, Mm -hmm. how they tend to do. Well, his bull centaur was in two tackle zones and intercepted the ball. Nice. And there was no stopping him. I didn't have enough people. He had block, four strength. And once he got away, <laughs> sprint, sure feet, gone. So I lost one nothing on a Bull Centaur intercept. Well, what, what have you learned, Steve? Don't pass. I know, but I had to. No, and I, I was okay with it. And it was, a, it was a ton of fun. It's always fun playing against him. And it made up for last time. Because last time we played in Texas was my Slon against, I forget what team he had. But that was the game that... I think he had his Dwarves. Might have been, because it was a bad matchup for me. And I did just completely, everything worked. Right, I remember it that. It was the biggest swing I've ever seen <laughs> of like that. And he's like, okay, it kind of makes up for that. I'm like, oh, oh, good, because I almost felt bad for that. I didn't, but you know, I almost did. <laughs> All right, round two. Round two went up against Scott Hess. So we got to go on vacation and hang out with each other and then play each other. Bro, that's cool. So I get, I know how everybody else feels when they do the same thing, but you have to. Uh, he took Dark Elves, the Druchi Rage Warpers. I'm not, I'm not saying that right. Raji Warpers. Okay. Bad joke. Uh, he had a Witch Elf with Block and Mighty Blow, a Blitzer with Tackle Mighty Blow, a Blitzer with Dodge Sidestep, Runner with Leader, and then two Linemen with Block and one Reroll. And this one, I just had people on him. I was hurting him left and right. He was getting upset because, like, the first turn, I took out at least one person. I think I knocked out another. So I was up on him on people all day. And I won two to one. Nice. He was not happy. But, you know. So you're one to one going into lunch. So we're at a, <clears throat> we're at a brewery, which is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. there's no fast food around. Okay. So since we ended early, Scott went in and asked the bar. Because we were in the where you make it. So they have a tasting room inside. Which mm-hmm. has the actual bar and everything. Tables right. and TV. And he asked them, so is there any places that deliver? And they said, yeah, there's a really good Chinese place that delivers. It was amazing Chinese food. So it was awesome. That's cool. 
And they had a movie playing on the TV called Skin Deep, I think, with Scarlet. Is that a porno? No, it's not supposed to be. It had a Scarlet, what, no, Scarlet Johansson in it. Mm. And she gets naked in it, but we didn't get to see that part. I got to see uh, more Dong than I wanted to, though. Hmm. There's two times there were guys naked on screen. So you like that? Mm, no. Hmm. I didn't hate it. It was artistically done, so it was fine. Artistic Dong is different than just like... Plain Dong? Plain Dong. Yeah, you don't want Plain Dong. No. All right, round three. <laughs> round three, I got to play Brad Arterberry, fan of the podcast, first time. Met him down there. I uh, met a couple people that are fans of the podcast, so that was always nice. Fans of you or me? They said the podcast. So, so they meant me. They meant you. And they were right. just being nice to me. Right. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, I'm hoping they didn't think the other Scott was you. Wow. That would have been awful. I'm pretty sure they didn't. They called him Prime? No, they liked him. Oh. Um, he played Undead as well. The Bardo Travelers. Uh, two mummies with block and guard, a white with guard, a white with mighty blow and tackle, a skeleton with dirty player, and then a ghoul with block. And he had four four more zombies and two more skeletons. That was it. He didn't. He only had one ghoul because hmm. he bought the team, and that's what the team came with. So he didn't have anything else. Oh wow. And I guess I think he's new to tabletop. He's okay. played online a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wiped the floor with me because he was just hurting me left and right. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> My armor was breaking insane. Right. I had... I'm pretty sure this is the game where I had six people in knockout and two in casualty. And Jeez, I yeah, got... You can't do nothing I got two of the knockouts back. And like I I I, I can't do anything here. No, you can't. So I lost one nothing. And it probably could have been more. He was he played very conservatively. Hmm. Uh not a bad player. It's just he 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 received the ball first half. Mm-hmm. And there were times like I would have expected someone else to push forward more, but he stayed back. And kept a cloud around his ball carrier. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to get to him. And I, a couple of times I got hits on him, but I wasn't able to take him down. But by doing that, it kind of split up my players. And he was knocking me down so much that at the end of the half, I had two, three people on the pitch. And he just walked in, no problem. Right. Just like, ugh. But it was a lot of fun. Just, just frustrating as heck. Round four. Round four. I got to play Nathan Kitchline and his underworld team, the Mushmaster Frungus. Nope, that's his coach name. The Cave-Dwelling <laughs> Gunatics. I'll figure it out. He had a really cool uh, giant toad model for his cave troll. That's awesome. And what do we got? He got two Throwers, two Storm Vermin with Frenzy. He had a... Oh, he took Skidder Stab Stab. And he had a cave troll with nothing extra. Yeah, he put most of his money into Skidoo Stab Stab. Before somebody corrects us, we know there's no such thing as cave troll. It's an underworld troll. Right. 
but that's what he was calling. Yeah, he had you have cave troll and to cave make it goblins and right, right. To make it themey. Absolutely. And I, I ended up winning two to one. It wasn't really that close. He was having really bad luck. I was able to hurt people. Um, Skitter stab stab. He said he wanted to take him. Been wanting to play with him for a while. Mm-hmm. And he got hurt the first play of every game <laughs> up until then. So second play of the game, I almost took him out. I'm like, no, I'll let you have him. Oh, you're so, a nice guy. Well, it didn't matter at that point. Okay. <laughs> but it was fun. So it was always fun playing against him. So so you went two and two? Two and two, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. When it came down to award time, did you get anything? I did get something. What? God, what did I get? I Best defense. had the least number of casualties against me. Oh, okay. And I, for a while, I was like, what? No, that's not right. Because I had so many people out in a couple of games. But that was because they kept getting knocked out and not coming back. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay. Because like I said, that one game, I had six, seven people in the in the KO. I'm like, there's no way. Oh, yeah, they were KO'd. So. Hmm. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, well, the, the tournament was won by Mike Carpenter, the yeah. guy who you had a close game with first round. That yeah. was his first first time to win a tournament, so congratulations to Mikey. Yeah. He, uh, he's done consistently well all through the Scars. This this was the seventh event in Scars, I believe. And if you're a first-time listener, what does Scars mean? Oh, Southern Central Immortal Regional Series. So it's, it's our Blood Bowl tournament league the NEF, thing. the uh, series in right. the southern part of America. And I run it. And it's second year. Been going really good. And uh, he actually took the lead with 42 points. Will Oliver is in second with 32 and then Brian, too, has 31. So I was really glad Brian, too, didn't win with that halfling team because it would have screwed things up. Because he'd be in the lead for Scars and the lead for Stunty. And Brad Wells is still leading at Stunty at five. So Nuffleween is coming up, and that'll be the last one for the Scars. But unless Mike Carpenter completely blows it and Will wins or does extremely well. So I don't have a chance. I don't know. Let me bring this up. Where are you at? I'm like 10. <laughs> no, you're fifth. I'm fifth. You. Oh, wait. I clicked the wrong button. Oh, maybe I'm not fifth. No, no, no. You are. You're fifth with. Is it 25 or 20? Can't see. Okay. So I got to try to. 26 points. If I get to play Nuffleween, my goal is to try to beat Brian, too. Oh, wait. No, you have 28 points. That's my bad. Woo. So. Brian, who's not allowed to show That's up. That's not the right picture. What the hell? Here we go. Hold on. All right. I'm getting You better. are fifth with 28. Points. 28. Woohoo. But Mike Carpenter's at 42. Yeah. Well, la di da. So you would need 14 points if you came in first. And he came and in last. He came in last. Or and not. And we at all. had 40 people. Yes. We need 40 people at Nuffleween. Let me win. Let me crush his dream. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm, I'm happy for Mikey. 
No, like I said, he he got that. This is the first one he's won, and I went back to double check his results because I'm like, he's got a lot of points for not winning a tournament. No, he's been like third or fourth third, or fifth. Third, fourth, fourth. Yeah, he's third. consistently so like, been geez. top five or to, you know, yeah, whatever. And I'm sure he has the most top five finishes, no doubt. So that's good. But it was a lot of fun. They had a wrestling ring. That, could you go in it? No. That could I y'all could sneak have, in? But no, they had a sign. I was being nice. Oh, I snuck in and took a picture. Yeah. Wanted to. They had some really cool wrestlers there. Should have taken photos of them. Like real wrestlers hanging out? Um, no, they had... Someone came in and practice. Didn't get to see who it was because we were busy playing. And then... You should have challenged him. I don't think I know how to wrestle. <laughs> Do you think that guy does? He wouldn't be in a brewery playing around with a ring. <laughs> so Scott Hess got to talking to them about their beer and stuff. And, you know... They have some that's in the local grocery store or whatever, and they do a decent amount. You know, it was pretty busy the whole time that we were there. Mm-hmm. But when they have wrestling, they completely sell out of the stock, apparently. It's 1,000 people come and watch them wrestle or whatever. See, or hundreds cool. or whatever it is. Just See, next, fills up the place. If they do that on a Friday night, Dean needs to plan that the next one where they sync up so we can go watch wrestling and then the next day go. No. Because wrestling lasts until like 2 in the morning, if not longer. Who cares? Uh, we have to get up in the morning. Oh, who cares? We stayed at a really cool hotel. I don't remember what it was. It was a new one. It's like at home or something. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It was right by Top Golf. Did we... you share a bed with anybody? No. Got my own bed. Hess had his own bed. And Brownstone took the couch. That's a typical Brownstone move. Well, it's actually a very comfortable couch because we were going to switch the next night. But he said he'd take the couch. He's also completely wasted. So, oh well. Yeah, after war, after. The, I bet you heard a lot of racist comments then. No, no, not not as much as you'd expect. Hmm. But we ended up going to a Mexican place afterwards, and then I drove us back because Scott and Michael were tipsy. And then we came back. That's cool. So no other dong besides what you saw in skin. Deep. Skin deep. No, no, the dong didn't have to. Huh. Was happy. Well, drunk people, you never know. Very true. So, so good time. It was a lot of fun. It was a really, it was a cool venue. Uh, the heat, I'm not so much a fan of, but there are ways around that. They said for next time. So, cool. Well, good. I'm glad it was successful, and I'm glad everybody had fun. And yeah, I've it's heard a nothing. But, tournament. Why wouldn't it be fun? Well, that's true. I've heard nothing but good things. So, maybe it'll be scheduled on a time I can make it next year. Hopefully, maybe everybody will cater to my whim. There is a life. Winter War tournament <laughs> coming up in January. What? Yeah. Where at? The same place. Oh, wow. That's going to be like the huge venue? Darren's running it, and it's very odd rules. Well, we'll, so, have, to, we'll have to look at those in the upcoming months. Yeah, see if he wants to come on or something. Awesome. So well, anything else you got to say? Unless he does his own. Um, About this and traveling... We got to hear Brownstone complain a lot about his boss and his job, so that was fun. Wow. He's probably a, a man of color, and that's why Brownstone hated him so much. You know, no, no, he's not. Oh, okay. He, he's only a fantasy racist, and he hates certain buildings that are brown. That's it. Very, very much true. <laughs> All right. But, but yeah, um, like I said, a lot of fun. It's really cool of Dean to put it on. He made really cool prizes that looked like skin flaps. 
Tweeter. Yeah, I don't know about that. They're neat. We have them for no, the scars. No, no, no. They're neat. They're they're fitting for like Nuffleween. Yeah. I am not a horror movie guy or a skin flap dude <laughs> or anything else. They're neat. Yeah. I don't know about the skin flap. I really wanted to win this tournament because he had really cool beer steins. Yeah, I heard the prizes were really awesome. I guess not so. really steins, more mugs, whatever. Right. So good. Okay. So I don't really have anything else to say about this. All right. Well, then we're going to take a short break. We'll come back and look at the Star Players book. Okay. And we're back with talking about the Star Players book that came out in when? It came out a long time ago. 86? 87? (laughs) You're going to ask me that? How come you didn't tell me you were going to ask me this? 89, I think. I believe it was 89. It had to be 89. Yeah. So we're bringing this up because we ran the contest where you get to name our little Nuffleween casualty beast. And whoever wins that gets the book. And we'll talk about who won that at the end of the segment. Oh, you're a douchebag. I could do it at the end of the show if you want. Uh, You do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Okay, we'll figure it out at the end of the segment. <laughs> so this and the companion, who's the companion, right? Yeah, Star okay. Player's companion. They both came out in 89, and this is where... Locally, at least, this book came out way before the other one. Oh, this one mentions the other one, talking about certain rules, like how they I, you can ignore some of these rules if you don't have the other. I understand. I'm saying the story we shot sure. that this one was out months Months, months before the other one. Okay. So this was essentially the ushering in of third edition? No, second edition. This is second edition? This is second edition. The big box set of second edition came out. We had that for just a couple months, maybe, and then this came out. Oh, okay. So this is actually meant to complement that, not... That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, this is nothing to do with third edition. This is all second edition okay. stuff. But this also introduces a lot of new concepts that we didn't have before this. Right. I mean, the the basic rules that came with Blood Bowl, second edition, what you're about to talk about are all things that we know now are just common rules or skills or whatever. Right. But it was not in those those early books. So did you play before this book came out? Yes. And what was play like before then um because you were just going off the teams in the handbook right we were going by that we already started our league by before this book came out right but you you started that league based on the box set right okay yeah we started off there so when this book came into place we first read through it i mean there was three grown well three not grown (laughs) men but three adolescent boys ninth graders yeah pouring over this book and borrowing it and trying to borrow from it and trying to read. I mean, so we so never got a full grasp of it. <laughs> not, not really because it's made for you to, it, it really is made to go with the star player companion mm-hmm. because in the star player companion, it talks about how you earn just like we do now earn star player points to earn skills. This so, book just talked about skills. So we thought every player was a star player, right? So before this came out, mm-hmm. you got the box set. What was the game like back then? 
Uh, you set up your guys. It was rugby. So you first, had first person to three wins. Okay, and the teams were set in stone, basically, right? From what I remember, you're asking me to remember stuff from way back then. Okay. Um, no worries. I'm just trying to give people a sense of what was before this. Right. There was the little chart, you know, like you rolled your block. You compared strengths and rolled the dice to. That's still on this. You know, to control, you know, you roll two dice. If I had four strength and you had three and I'm hitting you, it's a plus one. Okay. And then if I rolled a, an eight, we're both down. If I rolled a nine or more, then I knock you down. Right, there seems to be a lot of not just fifty-fifty pass or fail stuff. It was, it was fail one way, fail another way, or pass. Right. Okay. Yeah, there was a there was a stand like a standoff block where you both just stood up, mm-hmm. stayed, stayed standing. Which I guess is the both down result now. Um, if you have block. No, it was more like a. Just you were in the scrum and you didn't move. I mean, yeah. more than anything. I mean, it was it was just different because you didn't have block dice back then. That makes sense. And when the block dice came around, we thought that was Stupid. absurd and crazy. <laughs> so this book, uh, I just went through real quick and noted down some things that were the new rules. Uh, they specifically mention racial dislikes and animosity were new. Yes. Because they were introducing a lot more of the new, like, making mixed teams and well, putting big guys on teams. Yeah, remember, this came from, in, in some essence, like, Warhammer Fantasy. So, dwarves and orcs didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. And before, you know, so they played off on the, the animosities and dislikes. So, you wouldn't, you'd be distracted, maybe, your anger right. towards a certain race. You know, I, I'm going to block this guy before I'm going to walk away from him. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Also, just so people understand what we're talking about, back then it was strength versus strength for blocks. For tackling, it was agility versus agility. So the halflings were weak, but halfling catchers had five agility. So to put that in perspective, they could catch a human catcher who had four agility and have a plus one to tackle them. Yeah. So it's, you know. It's different, but it also makes sense because they can get underfoot or they can keep you from getting away from them. Yeah. They were bitches with chainsaws <laughs> because their linemen had four agility. Oh. Uh, so we mentioned that this is where big <clears throat> guys came in. You get your trolls, ogres, and minotaurs. Right. And back then, we talked about this in previous podcasts before, specifically about big guys, but like. For example, a, a mummy took three player positions on the field. Mm-hmm. A ogre took two player positions on the field. Same with a troll and minotaur and tree man. And they could walk over people. They didn't have. They had a bigger base. They took up four squares. They did not have tackle zones behind them. So you had to face them in the right direction. Yeah, you had to do all that. Uh, it also introduces snotlings because back then you could throw anybody. When this is first introduced, it says you can throw anybody. They don't have to have the right stuff skill. That is probably correct. I mean, I, so on a five or a six, yeah. you can throw them. On a one through four, they're like, no, you can't throw me. Leave me alone. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably correct. But I haven't they, read this that part in a while. Okay. Uh, so it was kind of neat because halflings can be thrown, but snotlings could be thrown further because they're lighter. But you couldn't do anything after you landed. 
So that kind of sucked. And if they had the ball, they were encumbered, so they couldn't go for it. Right. And if you threw a ball 2-1, they have a chance of getting squashed by it. It's a lot of real weird stuff. Um, back in this edition, anybody could move and hit. This started that. Uh, it was called the shoulder, shoulder charge. Well, this one allowed you to move, hit, and keep moving. Oh, so okay. that's where we got our blitz that we have today. Yeah. So in a shoulder charge, you could start your move, make your block with a minus one strength, mm -hmm. and then keep on moving. Okay. So you kind of just shuck a guy oh, off. Oh, before as you, you could just straight up charge at him, basically? Yeah, run up, hit him. Okay. And then your turn that, for that guy is done. So, yeah, this, is a, this gives you a little bit of movement. You know, yeah. A lot of times, when if I had an ogre or something, I would always use the shoulder charge because my strength would go from five to four, mm -hmm. and where I'm hitting a little guy, just moving up. Yeah, they also introduced multi-block, so it allows you all players to hit two people, and you add up the strength of the two people hitting versus right. that one. And then there was a special multi-block table that you could right. check the dice and stuff for. And they also had a thing called ganging up. Which, like, if you want to take down a big guy, mm -hmm. then you can put people together and add up all those strengths. It's kind of like a foul, but for blocking. Well, this is back before there was assists and stuff right. like that, too. So this is a way to you know, knock the big guys down. Mm -hmm. And it introduced leap, and everybody could leap back then. Right. Um, you saw this further in um, Dungeon Bowl when that came out. Mm -hmm. You know, there was pit traps and things like that, and everybody had the, a leap ability. Where now that we have just the leap skill. So. Yeah, was specialized. Right. They still had a leap skill, if I remember correctly, and it just aided in leaping. Yeah, if I remember. it makes sense. If I remember right. Then there's a whole mess of star players, and uh, it introduces the campaign mode, or league mode, as we'd say. Mm -hmm. And it, as such, introduces injuries, star player points, and like mutations for one of the teams. So there's a lot of uh, very familiar things that we're used to that were introduced in this rule book. Right. And it was so weird getting this and then having it reference that campaign book that we had no idea what that meant. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of times we'll have like little asterisks. And if you have the campaign book, you can look up there for additional rules. Which if I always, not, you can ignore. Which I always wondered, did they get released at the same time and the store sold out of one and we never Probably. saw or what, but it was it was months before we got to the campaign book. I'm sure there's someone listening who knows for sure. Like, back then, they actually waited for this to come out. Oh, yeah, I'm sure somebody who's maybe a little bit older than even me yeah. you know, specifically ordered this and that at the same time. That'd be cool. So if you do know that, let us know, because I'm. they almost had to come out at the same time. But I would think so. I know the store that we got ours from, it did not. And But, God, we poured through this yellow book like crazy. It's still it, fun to look through. It has all the great Pete Nifton art in it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. you, you were looking through it, and you said you found a tattoo design. If you did a <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, if I ever got a Blood Bowl design, I'd be one of those pictures in there for sure. Um, now that he's your buddy on Facebook, we need to get him on the podcast. Well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Okay. He is my buddy, though. He, he's been liking a lot of your inks. He has. That's uh, very flattering, actually, to see somebody who you kind of look up to art-wise and whether he's being nice or not. <laughs> the fact that he's taken out his time to like some of my artwork is uh, pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Okay. Um, <sighs> anything else? Any memories of the book or anything you want to go? I at? remember we immediately tore out the star player cards in the back of the book. <laughs> And that was the biggest mistake ever because then the book was basically useless because it was the spine was all jacked up. Oh yeah, I had one um, like that. <laughs> but uh, we loved it. It it went through many incarnations of our season because, like I said, and I've said it in the past, every we just thought everybody was a star player, so we just started going through every player and adding all these skills to these guys because it's all <laughs> random. You know, some yeah. guys could get one and some guys could get seven. And then you had these star player cards in the back of the book, and like we created people that were way better than Griff <laughs> or any of these people. Who were like, this guy's no good, really. These guys suck. But it came up with storylines because, if I remember correctly, Robert on the Reekland team, he had some storyline that like Griff was like the the grizzled old guy on the way out, and there was a new Blitzer that coming up, and you know because his skills were so good. Mm-hmm. So it, good times, good times. It's a cool book. Yeah, really so. is. Uh, if you don't win it, you should track it down and I look through it. I think whoever wins this should just email in and say, Scott can have it. <laughs> you have one. I know, but I kind of be... <laughs> but what? This book, I I can't believe you're giving it away. Because to me, this, this means a lot. So if I had extras, I would just keep them. <laughs> I understand. So if you don't want the book and you win, let me keep it. Okay. Speaking of, so the contest was we have a casualty beast little bath that we have at Nuffleween and we throw him around whenever someone gets a casualty and whoever ends their game holding him gets a special prize with that in their hand little grubby hands they get something awesome so the contest was to name him and we had a lot of submissions through Twitter and Facebook not so many people emailed in but you know that's fine lazy man that it's a lot easier to post on Facebook than it is Twitter I'm guilty of it as well right that's so, the only time I get birthday wishes. That's Especially true. Very, <laughs> it's sad when birthday comes around and dad just sends me a message like, oh. hey, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, don't bother to call. That's fine. You're not his favorite son. I know. That's very apparent. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to say who submitted them and give the names, and then we'll choose a winner from that. These are your top ten? Ten-ish. Ten-ish. It might have been ten. He he didn't let me pick the names, by the way. It is ten. Okay. All right. No, I'm not going to let you pick the name. It's my contest. I'm giving you your opportunity to speak up now. Okay. So Ryan Gibson submitted two that I liked. Nurple. Thumbs down. Because he is purple. Oh, okay. And the Purple People Perforator. Thumbs he has, down. He has fangs. He perforates. Sure, I get it. Okay. Adam Brennan said... Fatty Arbuckle. Thumbs down. Like Fatty Arbuckle. Okay. There's, I mean, nobody get mad at me saying thumbs down. There's right. only, if I remember correctly from looking at the <laughs> list, there was only about three I liked anyways. Right. But I'm picky. Evan Veldyke submitted Bat Billicheat. That one is uh, okay for <laughs> me. Not uh, my favorite. So for Bill Belichick. Yeah, I He got likes it. to cheat. Yeah, I He's a bat. Right, he's a bat who cheats because the Patriots cheat but have four Super Bowls. Yeah, they deflate balls with fans. That's amazing. Uh, (laughs) Jeff Rowe submitted Michelle Bachman. (laughs) Thumbs down. There were plenty of of submissions of Harambe and uh, Batty McBatface. (laughs) All thumbs down. Bob, you know. John Spurgeon, Batsy Klein. That's my favorite so far. 
Thumbs up. I like it, but Pat, Pat you're C. picking. Klein, I know. Uh, Dustin Parsons said prick flare. <laughs> and then whenever we throw them, we got to go woo. <laughs> That's not too bad, actually. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to go thumbs in the middle. Uh, Jason Webster said fluffy fang. Uh, thumbs down. I liked it. Tiffany Vasquez, uh, Crowley, for mm. Alistair Crowley. Mm. Thumbs out. It was a good reach. And then Anthony Alabano, Couscous, the casualty bat. Mm. Thumbs down. I like that what he is is in the name. <sighs> the casualty bat? Yeah. You know, just kind of makes it a rounded thing. So those are the ten, and Batsy Klein is the one you like? If, if I picked, it would be Batsy Klein. But I'm not picking. Right. I don't know if any of these are going to stick because he's just the casualty beast. <sighs> but I got to go with Bat Billicheat. Okay. So we're going to make everybody call him Bat Billicheat. Who who won that? So who's Evan the... Valdyke. Well, he's you... the one who painted my ogre team. Oh, how convenient. Oh, it's the best name. Oh, I see. I, I'm saying conspiracy with Bat Billicheat. See? Now you know how it is. Because he deflates balls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's so dumb, but I liked it. All right, we're going to have to make people... uh... I do like Batsy Klein, but... It's your choice, man. Don't, don't. It doesn't... Grow some balls. Stand firm on your decision. Okay, I will. I would have picked Batsy Klein. Yeah. Just because the shock value too that now we know that this bat is a girl. If it would change the last name, I'd probably go with Prick Flair. If it was like Prick <laughs> Flyer, I don't know. There's no good last name for that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's called Flair. Like woo, Prick Flair. That he might make my Chaos Pack team. It's a good name. He have some type of weird mutation where he's all prickly and he's just named Prick Flair. <laughs> You know, Weird Wrestlers, three-themed, is a good way to lead into our next segment. That's right. Well, we'll be talking about Nuffleween. All right. We'll be right back. All right. We're back for some Nuffleween talk. Spooky. Spooky? Spooky Nuffleween. Which is after Halloween. It yeah. is it is the time for all the old world children to dress up like their favorite character. Favorite star player. Their favorite star player. And they run really hard and they even go for it and try not to fall down. <laughs> <laughs> and they curse enough of when they do. Right. A lot. <laughs> right. Because he may always makes them fall. Right. So it's going to be November 5th and at Wizards as always. And it is going to be Rowdy Rotty Piper's Block and Wrestling. Or Hot Rot's Block and Wrestling, either way. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have some awesome stuff. And it just went into the mail today. So I feel fine saying we have a custom Rowdy Rotty Piper figure coming. Custom zombie. Custom zombie that S- looks like Rowdy Rotty Piper. To celebrate our fifth Nuffleween. See, you didn't even know that was coming. We surprised you, didn't we? That's why it's a little more expensive this time. It's 25 bucks or 30 bucks at the door. Even though the website doesn't say that. That's what it is. 
Yeah, I keep telling people I'm going to update that, and I haven't. It happens. <laughs> and, you know, this is the one year that we're deviating from, like, a horror movie theme. Even though last year we kind of did, because we went for a tentacle theme. Well, that's not... The origin of this year's Nuffleween did start with you wanting to do a, a rowdy, rowdy, rowdy piper. No, we wanted to but do a gonna, star... We wanted to do a custom figure. Right. So we were throwing ideas back and forth. And I mentioned something along the lines of doing a, a zombie Rowdy Piper. And then you gave him the name Rowdy Roddy Piper. I was like, oh, crap. Now we have to do that. But but originally we were thinking about doing some of his crappy movies like They Live. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Hell Comes to Frogtown was one of them. Right. And then I think you just had this epiphany or your... Something with the kickoff table that you just went into Hulk Hogan's Rock and <laughs> Wrestling, and so we just have a comical, fun. undead wrestling theme. It's really because They Live isn't that much of a horror film. And have you ever tried to watch it? Yes, it's a great movie. I've I never know. made it through the whole thing. I know you don't it's like awful. movies. If you think that's bad, Hell Comes Frog Town is so much worse. But, um, well, next year we're going to have to go with Night of the Leapers and just go with that. Where be all the rabbits? Or giants, yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Okay, okay. Sam Neill was in it. Was he? Yes. The guy from Jurassic Park. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, I did not realize. <laughs> yeah. I've actually sat through that whole movie, believe it or not. I do not. I did. <laughs> when it started to come on, I was like, I can't believe this is a real movie. Of all the movies you watch. Yeah, I wasted one. my life with that. All right. So. <laughs> Back to Nuffleween 5. Crazy. Yeah, Nuffleween 5. Um, like I said, not really horror-themed or anything, but good enough. It's fun. So the rule set is pretty much just like last year, where you can get the Halloween-themed, the Nuffleween-themed star players to play on any team. And we're doing the trick-or-treat thing where... If you win your game, it's random. If it if you tie or lose, I'm sorry, if you tie or win, it's random what skill you're going to lose. And if you lost your game, you get to pick which skill you lose. So as you progress, you're going to lose one skill per round. Right. And it just makes it a little different because it's trick or treat. You know, why not? Yeah. But the fun of it. The best part of it, besides the giveaways and the the fun little goofy stuff I give away or do. <laughs> Steve uh, is so proud of this. This is my favorite kickoff table of all time. I've heard other people say that through emails. They've really? seen the rules and they're <laughs> like, this kickoff table is awesome. Uh, it's so dumb and so fun. <sighs> well, so I'm just going to go through it because I can. This is my podcast. It's my podcast, but that's okay. It's our podcast. That's well, mine. So, uh, if you've ever seen Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, I'm sorry for you. Uh, I remember loving it as a kid, and I tried watching it recently because I was doing this. It's so awful, so bad. Like okay. it is tear your eyes out bad. Really is. It's like Mr. T in that that team of gymnasts that he was oh. controlling. This is probably worse. Yeah, yeah, it might be worse. The background and the reuse of animation and just the, yeah. the dumbness. It's so bad. But anyways, still love it. And uh, 
I decided that I wanted to use every wrestler from that show in a kickoff table. So I squeezed them all in. So, two is going to be the spotlight. Bobby Brains Heenan and Mean Green Oakland record a spot with each team before kickoff. Each team randomly chooses a player to do the spot. That gains, the player gains notoriety and the foul appearance skill for the rest of the tournament. This skill cannot be lost. Please mark the player accordingly. That's pretty awesome. So now that they've been on TV, they're kind of famous, so nobody wants to hit them. Gotcha. The uh, three is Grotesque Living Onslaught of Wrestlers, or GLOW. <laughs> okay. The Frightening Bula attacks Windied Ripter, Rip uh-huh. and the fight rumbles onto the field holding up the game. Move the turn marker up even if it ends the game. Oh, that's brutal, but so, awesome. It's like a riot, but no good stuff. Number four is Ghouls Just Want to Have Fun. Captain Ghoul Albano brings out his special guest, Sindai Lopper, and she sings her signature tune. Unfortunately, this causes an army of ghouls to come streaming onto the pitch. In the confusion of clearing the crowd, one player from each team is placed in reserves. Choose for your own team. So just so even if <clears throat> so if it's eleven on eleven, it's ten on ten. Mm-hmm. But if I had a guy's beat up and yep. I had eight guys, and the other guy had eleven, it's ten, ten on, on seven. seven. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, but you get to pick. Well, yeah. I didn't do random. I didn't let the opponent pick. So, well, I'm surprised you didn't do random. It would be too brutal. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I took that into consideration. All right, continue on. Uh, number five. Probability Shmobability. The Undead Sheik and Nico Die Skinoff are looking for trouble. Roll a D6 and add fame. The lowest result, or both if tied, will have a probability wizard in the employed knocked out. Lose a reroll. Then the, re- the uh, wizard comes back at the end of the half again. I gotcha. Six is the Heels Have It. Mr. Fearji. And Dig Grave Stud grabs the ball before kickoff and switch it with a spiked one. On any failed pickup, catch, bouncing ball, not interception, roll stab on the player who failed. Nice. Seven. What's that? A full moon? Reroll the weather as normal. However, all results of four through ten are replaced with a full moon. The graveyard dog sees the full moon and goes berserk. The referee is busy chasing him around the field. No fouls will be called for this driver half. Reroll weather as normal at the end of this driver half. The graveyard dog. The graveyard dog. <laughs> ah, I love it. Just, he just turns into a werewolf and he's running around. The referee's trying to get him. Of course you love that. You love I the junkyard dog. Hell yeah, I do. It's my favorite. Uh, eight is the good guys. Tr- you know, people in other countries have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Uh, I would almost disagree. They probably know wrestlers from back then, I guess. It was the rock and wrestling time. Yeah, it was popular. But anyways, eight. The good guys try to help. Grimmy Superfly Spooka and Tito Satan lay out the mats. The ball will scatter a D3 movement to the eight direction whenever it hits the ground. And that whole drive? Mm-hmm. Ends at the end of the drive. 
three scatters or three up it to scatters three? It scatters D3 oh, okay. to the D8. But still, so that's It's kind of like huge. the scatter bowl, but it's not as bad. I didn't want to do it as bad. A ball moving up to three spaces is huge. It is, yeah. but it's not horribly bad, okay. I thought. Um, nine, real simple. The crowd loves it. Each coach rolls 2d6 and add fame. If the result is 10 or over, you get a reroll. I like that one. Yeah. And 10 is Hot Rot. Rowdy Roddy Piper himself has decided to take the pitch. Roddy jumps over the line and hits one player on the receiving team. It'll be a one-die block with no assist. Then he runs off. Who picks that? Is it just random? The, no, the, uh, the kicking team. It's like a blitz. Okay. It's replacing the blitz. Just one person can do it, and it's him. And it's one die. I got so. you. Uh, 11 is the Nuffleween double team. Having had enough of Hot Rot, Hulk Haunted, and Andred <laughs> the Giant, double team and slam him to the ground, causing a massive shake. Roll a D3 for each player on the pitch. On a 1, they fall down and are stunned. On 2, they, are, they fall down and are prone. And on three, they remain standing. Damn it, Christmas, dude. That's awful. It really is. <sighs> but it's on everybody. Props on Haunted Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Haunted? Hulk Haunted, I mean, yeah. That's Andred pretty... the Giant. Andred. <laughs> okay. Twelve is by far my favorite kickoff result of all time. Don't go messing with a country boy. Hellbilly Jim's theme music gets played across the PA system. This drives the crowd wild with excitement. The stadium shakes, and a portal opens in the sky. Nuffle himself reaches down and gives a thumbs up. Each team gets to add one pro skill to any player for free for the rest of the tournament. The skill cannot be lost. <laughs> Remember when Hillbilly Jim would come in and just the whole crowd would get going? I think only you remember that. No, that was huge. He was Don't go messing with the country boy, country yeah, boy, country but that boy. Was not, Don't go messing I mean, with the country boy. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, well, he was not that popular. He was not super popular, but he was big enough to be into the show. And I know. I had to do he, something. Was, he was comedy, and he was a country guy, and he didn't do much else. Yeah, but the crowd loved him. They did. They did. That's, that's all. And I guess Nuffle loves him, too. Nuffle loves him, too. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> Ah, uh, good times. Uh, it's dumb, but I like it. This really makes me want to play my vampire team that little squinkies. with all my little uh, squinky wrestler guys as my vampires and thralls. You could. Just because it's all wrestling themed. Well, we should have extra Rowdy Roddy Pipers, so if anybody wants them and some dice, let us know after the tournament, and we'll be happy to sell them. Yeah, the pictures look really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I really I want wish, to see him in person. Yeah. But we don't have him yet. I really wish we could have done the hot rot on the shirt, but they said that putting words on the shirt would not work out so well. That's all right. People Just easier to on. paint them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, like I said, it's the theme of it is the necromancers are trying to get uh, better star players from the old days. And they messed up the spell, made it too powerful. <laughs> so I went back in time and got the superstars of wrestling. Which, you know, star athletes. Okay, well. 
It fits. Yeah, I guess. It's in the universe. It doesn't fit Scott's mind of fluff, but I'll accept it for this one tournament. <laughs> well, good, because you didn't have any choice, and we've already got everything done. So <laughs> I know I didn't have a, any choice. You did. Don't act like I did. No, all he, my own. he forces stuff on me all the time. I do not. Help me. No. Call the police, somebody. God. He forces me all the time. I wish. Really? Of all people, you're going to force on you? Is You're going to force yourself on me? I didn't mean physically. Oh. I just meant you'd go to work for me. Oh. I'd take all your money. Oh, that'd be awesome. Have like a... Isn't that slavery? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was okay. awesome for those people who had them. <laughs> yeah, they probably... There's a it. reason they fought them. They fought well, to keep them. Yeah, they probably say that's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. So if there's anything you take away from this segment, uh, slavery was good. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Unless you were the slave. Right, yeah. For some of the people, it was good. Some of the people, it was really, really, really Let me tell bad. you something. If I had a guy who would go to work for me and then bring home that check, I would take care of him pretty good. Yeah. No, no. If I was a woman and, like, I could do that, like, honey, you just go to work and I'll take care of the kids. I'll clean the house. I'll do the laundry. Not a question. <sighs> There's no way I'd do that. I'd love to do that. It'd be terrible. That's why you don't have kids. That's why I don't have kids. Oh, you're saying you do it, but don't have kids. Yeah, then you just stay home and you do laundry and clean up the house. And then goof off the rest of the six hours of the day. <laughs> okay. See? So, if you are a woman out there and you're looking for a house husband, Steve is all ready. Yeah. He's ready yeah. for it. I'm well trained. Or if you're a very rich man that's handsome and clean, Steve is willing to be your house husband. I didn't say those last two. As long as you're rich, I'm easy. <laughs> Not easy, but I am cheap. Here's some more uh, Blood Bolt in package, Steve. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Roger. Uh, oh, boy. All right. So, wrapping all that up. Nuffleween's going to be probably less creepy and a lot more fun and laughs this year. And it's going to be amazing. It's our fifth anniversary, right? Yeah. Fifth, fifth, fifth Nuffleween. Come on out. Have some fun. It is the final stop in the Scars tournament. Right. So uh, a lot of awesome things. It's kind of weird to say that we're wrapping up another year of Blood Bowl of Scars. I know. It's two years down. I know. We got... And each year we get more and more tournaments. I know. This and... was the first year that we, I guess I missed uh, Rock Cup a couple years ago. But right. that was for unfortunate situation. But right. no, this I, one we missed tournaments just because we couldn't make it, you know. There's um, too many. Yeah, we're starting to get to a point where there's so many and there's Which is awesome. Yeah, that's a great problem to have, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's made all the tournaments. No. Uh last year we had a, like Will three of us. Was close. And but yeah. Yeah, this year nobody made it to all of them. Which is awesome. I still think that's good. I mean, it, you want to make all of them, but I'd rather there be more tournaments than I can make, because then it just means the community's growing. Yeah, that's great. So, anyways, come on out, come see us, and then we'll be back with some shoutouts. Okay, Scott, what time is it? Um, it is 9.05. What else is it? It's Tuesday. No, it's Monday. 9.05. And time for...
Um, this is getting dangerously close to three dive block territory. Uh, so oh. just do it. Okay. You want me you do want it. to start over? Just, just do it. You want me to do it? Just do it. All right. Let me take off my shorts real quick. Okay. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. No shorts. Ready? Shout outs. There we go. So do you have any shout outs? <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw my boy Steve Long. Who's been dieting with me and losing weight, and you know he's over in England, so he's losing stones while I lose pounds. I hate stones. You hate stones. I hate stones. Uh, anyways, I know he was vacationing, and I saw some of the food he was eating, and it looked incredible. Was Steve, it healthy and incredible? No, it probably wasn't. They didn't look healthy, but it didn't look like he was overindulging. He was just indulging, so that's good. And I'm just reminding him, get back on it. Now it's your home. Exactly. We, we're in this together, buddy. Anthony Albano, same thing. He's been on me to get to the gym. Dude, that's your rich guy that might marry you. That'd be awesome. No, he's already married. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Maybe Just if you that. lose more weight, he'll divorce that one. And... There's always Spoon. Spoon loves me. Well, so. I would like somebody to kidnap Spoon and make him play some Blood Bowl. <laughs> Spoon, if you're listening to this. I love you, we all but love you food. need to go play your podball games. Go play like three of them at a time. <laughs> so the world the continue on. Uh, I want to give a shout out to John Homer. He was nice enough to hook me up with some dice that I wanted. And he sent extra dice, which I thought was funny. I meant to mention this before, but... He probably meant you to give those to maybe like your cool roommate, who John Homer likes even more than you. Probably. But anyways, he uh, sent some Bugman's Bowl dice. Bugman's Bowl from... From 2012. From 2012. And he sent them to me because he's like, I know one of you is going to Bugman's Bowl soon. I'm like, yeah? Like, what? where did you get these? He goes, I got them from some tournament in the U.S. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I went to that tournament. I won <laughs> that tournament. So he sent me those dice, and it threw me off because I thought for a moment, I'm like, well, did... The tournament that we go to just buy old dice from a tournament in Europe <laughs> over there in England. Yeah, and I was like, "We'll take your leftovers." Did it threw me for a loop until I got clarification. I'm like, "Oh, okay, no, that's really cool." Because I had lost one of the dice, so that's able awesome. to get a complete set now. Oh, you lost one conveniently, yeah. huh? Yeah, they didn't do dice at the new one. They put that money into prizes. The one Dean run, there's mm-hmm. no dice. I mean, that's fine. Some people really that's like smart. dice. Yeah. It's a big debate between people. You know, do we need more D6? Not at all. I have more D6 than I ever thought I'd have in my life. But I still like having them from the tournaments I go to. Because those are my mementos. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I mean, if you saw the thing I posted online, I've got, you know, a whole crap load of dice from tournaments I've gone to. No, I get it. I mean, And it sucks that... Chaos Cup this year didn't have dice, and Bugman's Bowl this year didn't have dice. I still think we should make Chaos Cup ones. Unofficial Chaos Cup ones. It would be cool <laughs> just to have. Lo- and they say love at first bite since it was vampire theme. <laughs> and then Jim Carrey's on the one. Right. Yeah. Sure. Is that a movie you saw? No. Okay. So is, you just- is that a real movie? Yes. This love at love first, at first bite? bite is one of Jim Carrey's first movies. Oh, no. Never even heard of it. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's actually pretty good. Why would you watch that? Because it was the 80s and you watched anything. 
So he, your dad should have told got your ass off the couch and made you go outside and shoot some hoops. Probably, I liked baseball, but I was too socially awkward to interact with people. He should have made you go outside and talk to people. Yeah, well, he didn't. So love at first bite. The guy's trying to hook up with some chick at the bar. Turns out she's a vampire. Huh, right. So you know how that goes. Lauren mm-hmm. Hutton's in it. I don't even know who that is. Why would you? <laughs> okay. Anyways, she's some porn star. No, she oh, was right. a big actress in the eighties, nineties. Oh, so she had terrible hair and yeah. looked like somebody's mom. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that was the eighties. <laughs> Man, we need to get the hottest chick we can. Well, I know someone with, with teased, blow dried. Uh, <laughs> what about hair. this lady on Who's the Boss? <laughs> she's got mom <laughs> jeans on. You know, those super hot mom jeans. Yeah. Shannon Tweed was a sex symbol. You know the 80s are bad when Shannon Tweed is what you're jerking off to. Yeah, that's fair. She's in a lot of crappy sex movies that came on Showtime and Cinemax all the time. No, I, I, I know who she okay. is. You'd know that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> there were some movies you had to watch. Yeah. And then some that you didn't. Where the boys aren't too. <laughs> there were so many of those movies. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, shout outs. <laughs> it's really awkward since you don't have your shorts on. <laughs> I know, and I'm getting frisky. <laughs> uh, oh, there was A friend some... of mine was going to show his kids Animal House, and he asked me if there's anything bad about showing a. 10 and 12 year old animal house I was like overall not really I remember seeing it then and like you know when Bluto's looking through the have you seen animal house I've never seen animal house do you know the scene where John Belushi is on the ladder and he's looking in the window and then he falls backwards no so there's a famous scene from this famous movie called animal house that saw this famous guy called John Belushi right so he's in. He climbs a ladder. He's looking in the window of this sorority, okay. I think. And this woman's undressing. Okay. And he's got binoculars on, whatever. So he's watching her and getting excited, and then the ladder tips and falls backwards. Never caught on as a kid that he was getting an erection that, that was, was pushing him, him away. Huh? Like in Greece, you've seen Greece, right? I love Greece. Okay, so you know when John Travolta is getting frisky, and yes. she. Slams the car door on him. Right, that hits his penis. Right. Growing up, had no clue. Oh. So, so many things like that you don't see as a kid. Hmm. Who's this interesting? Porkies. I think I've only seen one of those. Oh. Kim Control. Now, I watched... The Howler. She was so freaking hot. The the movie Under the Rainbow? With With Carrie Fisher? Yeah, and Carrie Fisher. Yeah. I've seen that many times. The hell! <laughs> I love that movie. Is that where your love of midgets came from? Probably. Okay. Because there was the little Nazi midget who was fighting God. all them, and yeah. Did you see? Did you ever see Terror comes to Tiny Town? No. It's a old black and white western that's with the Munchkin people, all mm. all little people, midgets, whatever you want to say. So it's a whole western with them. And they play it dead serious, if I remember correctly. But like, you know, it's a Western. So he rides up on a pony and he lashes the the horse to the hitching pole. 
and walks underneath it. <laughs> and like I said, it's, it's played serious, which just is so much better. So he, here's probably the truth about Under the Rainbow. Uh, I like the time setting, you know, mm-hmm. and then you had the little World War II aspect with the Nazi sure. midget and all that stuff. It had Carrie Fisher, so as a youth, I thought, you know, she's Princess Leia. Right. She's an amazing actress. Of course. And she's hot, even though it's the early 80s and she's not. Yeah. Um, midgets, dwarves, little people, all people we love, and shower scenes with lots of boobs. Now, I don't know if we ever saw nipples, but there was lo- there was a shower scene in there for I sure. I don't remember the shower scene. Oh boy, you saw it on cable then, or on cable TV. Not I don't. I, I I know I've. It's also one of those movies that if I've seen, it was once. Okay, no, I've seen that multiple times. That was a good movie. Okay. Anyways, Porky's also had a shower scene. I think I saw seen that when Ballbuster. I think I, I don't have a whole lot of memories of it because it had a a hole in the shower. And the guy sticks his dong through, and she grabs it mm-hmm. and, and she pulls on it. Yeah, yeah. And they have a lineup. And they're like. Just have him drop trial. I'll know it by sight or whatever. In retrospect, probably not a school you want your kid going to. Not at all. <laughs> Today we had mandatory penis check <sighs> by Miss Ballbuster. Movies. I've always kind of been crappy. No, they've always been amazing. Some of them are. But they're always product of the time. Hmm. It's like, remember the 80s? Every movie had a sex scene. Every movie pretty much had a sex scene. I think Howard the Duck had a sex scene. Hmm. Now you don't ever see them. I'm happy. I'm tired of them. You don't watch movies. What's the matter? Well, I don't like I don't like mixing my gore with my sex. If I want to watch a bloody movie, that's fine. I'll watch a bloody movie. If I want to see sex, I'll just go watch porn. And if I want to see a comedy, I just want a comedy. I don't, I don't need it mixed. Hmm. Yeah. But does that compartmentalize your thinking? Maybe. Does it allow you not to see people in three dimensions because you're splitting them off into such... Never mind. What is three dimensions? Flat man. You'd, <laughs> you don't see them as a fully realized person because sexuality, humor, and horror, life is all aspects of that. Yeah, I don't see people as so real people. So that's what I thought. Yeah. You know, I, I get that. That's why I'm understanding you now. Oh, that's good. So we've come to that realization. Right. Okay. Well, this is the weirdest shout-outs. Well, we both down shout-outs is brought to you by <laughs> Freud and Pseudo-Psychology. Hi, yeah, yeah. I don't have any other shout-outs. I probably should. Yeah, we should. Anyways, thanks to everybody who submitted names for uh, Bat Belichit. Uh Thanks to everyone who signed up for Nuffleween. Thanks for putting up with what we said. Thanks for five years. We'll probably do something special eventually. Yeah, maybe. If you deserve it. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll have something in a few weeks. And then I guess after Nuffleween is the next one. And then after that, maybe a new box set. If you don't follow us on Facebook or Twitter, and maybe you've heard my voice and you've heard Miss mention that we sometimes I draw and stuff like that. I've been doing Inktober. If you'd like to see some of my artwork... I've been doing a sketch and an ink sketch every day for the whole month of October. Some of them have been really awesome. Some of them have not. And but Scott can, is uh, available for <laughs> commissions. Uh, if you'd like to have a Blood Bowl player or a specific idea 
drawn. Well, uh, well, we could talk. But anyways, if you were... 8 by 11 is $50. <laughs> some people have been saying, like, have, I want to see your artwork and stuff. Well, now's the time to do it as I'm yeah. presenting it. So follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. It's out there, at Fat Finley or uh, Scott Prime on Facebook. So reach out. Reach out and touch base. Reach out and touch base. Dude, Isn't that face? I, I thought so, but that didn't sound right in my head. Because I, I don't know I how you more touch like face. Third base. Remember third base? Reach out and third base. Remember third base? It's been a while, but yeah, I remember. The rap team? Oh, no. Third base? You don't remember third base? Pop goes the weasel, the weasel. Pop, pop goes okay, the weasel. Yeah. I remember. They had some other songs, too. I have their album somewhere. You would. Why would I not? I was a white kid. <laughs> they were white rappers. Were they? Well, I think one of them was, for oh, sure. Okay. Maybe two. Is that all it takes? What? Like one drop of white blood turns a rap group white? Probably, yeah, <laughs> probably. It probably really does. We we hate to admit that, but that's, yes. That's why the Wu Clan's like, no white guys. We get we let one white guy in. We got 85 people in the fucking group. But we let one white guy in, then it's that white group. It Probably, yeah. That does make sense. Yeah, I mean. Although they did have Method Man. He's kind of white. Is he? Yeah. Are they the guys with Roz? Or what is it? RZA. RZA? RZA? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, Pop goes the weasel, folks. Yes, it's time to end this. It definitely is. <laughs> okay. Bye. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley. F A T F I N L E Y. And Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Stop 
Vexing on the skills, you ain't originate the thin ice and skate upon a break and set you straight. Ate up on the plate, now who's diesel? Not the weasel, not the weasel. Pop goes the weasel. Pop goes the weasel, the weasel. Then you looped it, you looped it. You boosted the record, then you looped it, you looped it. Hey, yo, I came from Cali and they hooped it, they hooped it. But now you're getting sued, kind of stupid. Boosted tracks, get slaps, you got no haps to reach the four corners of the maps. For the kids in Kansas, to those who speak Spanish, doing crazy damage so the whack gets banished. Can't manage the truth until you buy way. You ain't quick, so you switch off the exit from a highway to rest. But a cook has to take a second look. Ever heard of a chef who can't cook? But the minister prime can lay laws. Like I'm throwing up a beef patty. Sell outs run about like the measles. No cures, cause pop. 